Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Aaron Ng and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life and much, much more. We'll be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. When it comes to marriage, one word has been getting a negative reputation for causing couples to feel disillusioned by the realities of married life. Have you guessed it yet? It's the word expectations. But expectations shouldn't be something bad. Studies have shown that it's actually good to have expectations when it comes to our marriage. The question is, how can couples balance healthy expectations versus the realities of married life and not feel like they have to settle with having unmet needs? Joining us today is husband and wife, Ivan and Kareen, to share more on this topic. Welcome to the Paranet Podcast. Hello. Hi. Hi, Ivan. Hi, Kareen. Can you give an introduction of yourselves? How long we've been married? What do you do? How many children do you have? My name is Ivan, uh, and I married my wife, Kareen, in July 2020, in the middle of the pandemic. So it's been one and a half years, a little bit more. And we have since had one baby last July. So she's about seven and a half as of now. Hi, my name is Kareen. I work in a church as a youth worker and he works as a marketing manager. You have been married for about one and a half years now. Do you think you have learned to pick up some unspoken expectations that you know you have for each other? Yep, for sure. Uh, definitely. It's an art to learn the things that uh, are unspoken and then uh, to try to meet the needs as much as I can before it's finally spoken, <laughs> which usually means it's too late. <laughs> We often find out about our expectations for each other after like a, an argument or a quarrel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are opportunities to, to learn more. Yeah. We all have expectations going to a marriage, whether they are spoken or unspoken, right? But for most of us, our expectations of the role of a husband or wife and what married life really looks like is greatly influenced by what we experience in our family of origin. So, you know, when we live with our parents, we observe how they took on different roles to keep the, the home running and we grew up with the assumption that this is how it's done. So uh, this includes bringing up children, managing finances, how they handled the chores, and resolve conflicts. So Ivan and Kareen, what were some expectations you had going into your marriage? And how do you communicate these to each other before getting married? Well, for me, because I come from a, a direct communicating background uh, in my family, so going to marriage, uh, I would think that Oh, it's normal to just, uh, if you feel something, you say it. <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, a little bit no filter, which for me might seem normal, but maybe for Karin's background may not be uh, very appropriate at times. So that would be my expectation. And I think along the way, we even before marriage, we figured out that actually this is not maybe the best way to go forward. You know, taking how I'm used to doing things into this new relationship and having to adjust and uh, understanding more about what the other person needs and then communicating it better in that way to try to get my message across. Yeah, so Ivan is more confrontational while I am not so. So um, I think 
like it's more prevalent in marriage because we see each other so often. If we fight, you know, it's not like before marriage where, okay, let's take some space, you know, we go home and then we talk about it. But when you are married, you are in the same space all the time, most of the time. So I think it's more prevalent, you know, when we are married. Um, I remember when we, uh, after we had an argument, um, Ivan would be like, come, let's talk about it. But then I'll be like, I need space, you know, and I will kind of avoid him because I'm not ready. So I think he's also learned that he can't just come at me, but to give me space and when I'm feeling better and then we talk it out. Yeah, so that would be my expectation. So for me, that's where the frustration was at when I wanted to like just talk things out and she wanted to be alone for a while, maybe even a day or two. So for me, that was really frustrating at first, but then now I know that, okay, maybe it is not really for her to deal with right now, but maybe I need to be patient and wait for that one or two days and then we talk it out and then deal with it. And maybe she would be in a better mental state and emotional state also to resolve this. So for me, it has been about adjusting to, to wait, actually to wait it out until she's ready. Yeah, it depends on the intensity of the argument. Sometimes, like maybe I just need to go out for a walk. Sometimes I need to sleep it off. And then when I'm ready, then I realise that better for us, you know, when we are both in a better place, then we can talk it out. So Kareen, you mentioned that, you know, as a married couple, you are in the same space and perhaps when you're dating, you could have your own time to resolve a conflict and you have those moments where you're by yourself. So do you bring up any kind of uh, conversations on marital expectations while you were dating Ivan or maybe doing your preparation for marriage? Yes, of course. We had some common expectations going to marriage that there are some things that we wouldn't do. For example, I mean, we should always sleep like together and not like one on the couch overnight or like no banging of doors during fight. To be honest, when we first got married, there was once I did that. It's scary when you did it and then you go, oh, I actually can do it. Before marriage, I don't know, yeah. But after that one time, we talk about it and I have to make a decision to not do it again. We are not perfect, but I think marriage is a time where we process a lot and we grow as well. So for the both of you, were there times you expected your spouse to behave or act in a certain way before marriage, but in reality, it looked very different during marriage? And when that happened, how do you feel? And what were some of your thoughts that were going through your mind? I am naturally a very tidy, like I need my space to be like uncluttered. Minimalist. I'm <laughs> Minimalist, yes. Just some context, Ivan actually moved into my place after marriage. We are still waiting for our own place to be ready. So I remember before um, the wedding, I had a moment where I had to grieve <laughs> through the, like I will lose this space. It's not going to be my own anymore. So I think going to marriage, I kind of like expected him to come on board with me, you know, that my space would still be like that. I still remember there was once newly married, he came home and he was like, you know, I feel like I'm walking into a showroom every day. Because like when he touches the mirror, I'll be like, no, like handprint. When he doesn't put his things back to the same space, I'll be like, can you put it back properly? I need my space to be exactly how I want it to be. Yeah, so after that day when he made that comment, I, I thought about it and I, I felt bad because I feel like this is his home too. Like I can't make him feel like every day when he comes home and like he doesn't feel free to be who he is. Yeah, every little thing I will nitpick. So from then on, I kind of loosened up a bit, just not be so uptight. But the great thing is that I think he's also learned 
Yeah, I remember there was one time um, I had to leave the house earlier. He was still in bed. And when I came back, he actually made the bed. And then I was like, wow, I felt very loved. Yeah, so I feel like with expectations, it's also, I'm not saying that we have to like uh, settle for less, but when we think for our spouse, in turn, you, you also receive from him. So it's about uh, communicating what you want and then uh, also for the other party to, to give them the grace. <laughs> okay, you may not be there right now, but let's move towards there and uh, avoid blaming. <laughs> oh yes, uh, one thing is that don't say you, but say this makes me feel. <laughs> yeah, I, I realize it helps to bring down the tension a lot. Just yeah. for her, for me, you can be direct to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, but that's you know your relationship as husband and wife. Now that you are young parents, right? Mm. So how does this come to play? Because I think there are a lot of expectations that they were probably not discussed, or you, you probably didn't know that this is gonna happen, right? So how has it been? Oh, it was hard, eh? Like I think with baby, we... this minimalist thing is a non-issue. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 it will never be the same anymore. Yeah. I think when baby first came along, uh, we fought quite a bit. Yeah, like you said, we are new parents and we weren't married for very long before baby came along. So we're still working out all these expectations and communication issues. I remember because he's a super hands-on dad and there were a lot of like a few clashes lah where he said like, oh, this is maybe how we should take care of Arabelle. And I'm like, but I have my way, da da da. So it came to a point I felt very discouraged. Like whenever he brings out a different suggestion, it makes me feel like, I'm not doing a good job. Yeah, so it went to a point where we were constantly upset at each other. And then uh, one day I just had this idea of a debrief session. Sometimes in the midst of the, all the tensions and, and the craziness of being new parents and stuff, we can't possibly just resolve conflict on the spot. So we would, so I say, okay, let's debrief. Let's talk about it like the situation earlier, what you said made me feel this way, what I said might make you feel this way, and with regards to taking care of Arabelle, how can we do better? What is the best? So we debrief, and that really helped. So when we were like very upset with each other, I was like, okay, it's okay, let's debrief later. Then we just went on at night when we are both not so tired, then we, we talk about it. What a clever idea actually to have a debrief it's like, we do that at work, right? We do that for our projects, we do that for things that we are uh, in charge of. But sometimes when we have that conflict at home, we don't have that time to, to reflect and to actually consider what has happened and what made it so. A common expectation that we hear is that, you know, if my partner loves me, then he or she should know what I'm thinking, right? If I need to spell it out, that means this part partner doesn't love me or doesn't understand me. Or another one is that since conflicts are damaging, we must avoid them at all costs. When we actually say these expectations out loud, it sounds quite unrealistic. But at the same time, many millennials are actually choosing not to get married these days because they're afraid that their marriage will not meet their own expectations. So with that, how can we reframe our thoughts so that our expectations right, would not be unrealistic for our spouse? I think as, we, as with every change in life, uh, you need to be ready to adjust. So, I mean, for me, the adjustment came and I had to come to terms with the fact that this partner, my partner, is just not someone that uh, would communicate upfront immediately, you know, and I shouldn't be pressuring her to do so, even though that's what I'm used to and that's who I am, right? So, it has to be an adjustment for me to say, okay, uh, I love this person, so uh, let's just do things that will make her feel better, yeah, rather than me having my way. 
So, yeah, loving someone means, you know, I have to say, sometimes say no to myself by saying yes to her. So, yeah, that, that's for me, man. that's my take on, like, the adjustment that is required to marriage and to everything, uh, you change jobs or whatever, every change in life, you, you have to adjust. He's done it very well. <laughs> for me, I learned to put myself in his shoes. Like, I would reflect if I am Ivan right now, how would I feel? And it often helped me uh, really understand him a, a lot more and shift my mindset. That this expectation is not reasonable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, marriage definitely requires some personal uh, sacrifice from each other, yet acknowledging and adjusting to each other's personalities and behaviours. How is your mindset now towards your own expectations these days? Have they shifted in any way or if there's any shift, what has prompted that shift? The, the shift for me was to come to terms with reality, to acknowledge and say that, okay, it's never going to work in a way that I want it to if I insist. So why not I adjust and be patient? So patience is the thing I have to work on. I mean, it is not wrong to expect my partner to communicate with me. But I think if I add this patience element to it, perhaps the communication would be better than if I, I do not have patience. Uh, I think expectation is not a bad thing, but we need to add some further fine-tuning to our own expectations rather than just dismissing it totally because my emotions are also valid. It's just that how do I meet her halfway? And we have to come up with things, you know. Some people need more patience, some people uh, just need, need more planning. Yeah. Different people need different elements, you know, to add to the expectations so that it becomes realistic and workable. Yeah, so from the high, lofty ideal uh, down to reality, you don't necessarily have to sacrifice your ideal. You just have to work on the reality part of things. I think for me, it's to communicate that expectations. Yeah, like what Ivan said, it's not wrong to have expectations. Um, but a lot of times I realise when I don't communicate my expectations and expect him to know, then it's not very fair for him. It's also very unreasonable for me. Uh, I think it's always to remember love. And sometimes, I mean, when we love, then we replace the other person above ourselves first and then work towards that. When a person loves you, he would return. It's like a partnership. It's not a place where we just constantly give with no re returns, but it's also a place where we give first. So Ivan Carino, you mentioned earlier about when you were dating, there are certain expectations and then now after married, there's certain realisation that hey, those expectations may not be so bad after all. But you mentioned also a bit about conflict. Perhaps uh, Karine, can you share with us about how you used to handle conflict in now? Okay, first of all, I would like to say that Ivan and I are two very different individuals. If you know the personality test Enneagram, we did an analysis of our combination types and the result is that we are not just opposites, we are the most opposites of opposites. <laughs> so we are very different. So a lot of our marital or relationship expectations came out of our arguments due to our differences. Yeah, so I remember in the past, during our dating days, when we fight and I would like walk away or drive off, and Ivan was very upset, like, because I'm not confrontational. So when I don't know what to do, what to say, I'll just walk off. And because of that, like, we or rather I had to make a decision that I would not do it, you know, moving into marriage. So conflicts like that help us resolve our expectations or help me set expectations for myself, things that I wouldn't do going to marriage. Do you expect that you have more fights or less fights after getting married? We actually thought that we would have more fights because we were like wondering, dating, we don't see each other very often, already so many fights, what's more when we leave together? But actually, surprisingly, we fought less yeah, ever since we got married, right? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, looking back, I think a lot of the fights arose out of WhatsApp text. And I think over text, there's a lot of, it's a minefield for misunderstandings, you know, because it's just text, you don't see the person's tone, you don't see the expression. So I think it resulted in a lot of unnecessary tension and misunderstandings. But after marriage, not that we don't fight anymore, but surprisingly, we fought less because everything was, a lot of things could be dealt with face to face and the communication was a lot more seamless, I felt. So in our case, specifically, it was better. Yep. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, so like nowadays, sometimes we still talk over WhatsApp and when tensions are rising, Ivan will be like, okay, let's talk when I come home, you know, face to face. Then we, we will be able to resolve it easier. How about resolving conflicts? Do you do it, you know, on the day itself or does it drag a long time? How does it work for you? So before marriage, I've heard a lot of couples, they will share, uh, don't go to bed angry. Honestly, that was a bit hard for me. I think there were times where I just had to sleep first and I wasn't ready to talk but we don't go to bed angry but maybe we are still needing our personal space yeah and then the next morning before Ivan goes to work he will come and ask if I'm okay and then if I'm not ready after work ultimately we will resolve it. Married life really brings a dose of reality which can be different from what most of us expect so do give each other time to adjust and set realistic and achievable goals together. As we heard from Ivan Green, you know, we're definitely mature in our marriage. You're one and a half years in. But I think with that, you're already doing a great job with all the reflections of your expectations, the shifting of the expectations. And I think what will happen is we'll come to realize that there are certain things that actually build us up and then there are certain things that actually will be detrimental to our relationship. So time has caught up with us actually and we've really almost reached the end of today's episode. Do you have any last words to encourage our listeners, uh, Ivan and Kareen? Well, be ready to adjust and change. Just know that uh, when you are loving someone, it is good and it's rewarding to put the person's need above yours. And it's actually a rewarding journey. And it's a lot more than yourself. And I think when that is your life, yeah, it's a lot more meaningful compared to just me and myself and my needs. Yeah. For me, it's to trust and communicate. Trust that your partner's heart is for you and communicate your heart with your partner. I think communication is so important. Don't get jaded. Like, don't think like, I uh, say already, oh, so no use. But I just keep communicating and trust that your partner is there, that he will listen because he loves you. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you, Kareen. Thank you for joining us today. For our listeners, we hope you have benefited from this episode and you have received tips and ideas on how to improve your own and your spouse's expectations in marriage. If you're planning to tie the knot soon, do register for our upcoming Connect to Marriage Preparation Program starting in April. You can visit our website at www.family.org.sg connect to. Also, don't hesitate to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for helpful articles and family life resources. Thank you for tuning in. Do follow and subscribe to the Parent App Podcast. And until next time, have a great week with your family. Mm-hmm.